Uh, so welcome back, Ron Oglesby, uh, Login BSI, and uh, today I've got someone who I was excited about because Steve and I have like been like communicating and known of each other for like two decades now. Definitely, and I've got Steve Greenberg on here. Who, if if you guys don't know, Steve's been around forever. He ran one of the first websites, uh, you know, when when this thing was called server-based computing and thin client computing and all that. And back then when it was the only thing around was Jim Kenzig and the thin net and the Citrix boards, right? That was it. But it's evolved. And I wanted to talk to you because, you know, uh, and I keep, I, I'm sorry, I keep calling it EUC Master's Retreat, but, you know, EUC Unplugged. And that has done so much for the community and it's what's interesting to me steve is having attended it now and seen it and been part of it it's not like you went out and tried to create a bry forum right like bry forum was a different type of of animal you tried to create and the name actually was really apropos the euc masters retreat there were you show up there and look around and it is a who's who of the last 15 years of this industry, right? And newcomers too. There's a lot of new, like young rock stars that you run into there. And man, I'm just glad to have you on and, and wanted to record some time with you and just talk about the community. Well, that's great, Ron. And I, and, I, and I was telling you before we clicked record and then we just said, let's record this. Let's not even get into it. Is mm -hmm. we just clicked into the next era of EUC. So the timing is phenomenal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you were curious about that. Well, here's the thing. Amazon has released an enterprise thin client device. Now, we don't have a lot of details. I'm not even talking about their device, but take a step back. Who are the names? Who, what was EUC? You know, this little weird company, Citrix, and all these different protocols. It's 2023, and freaking Amazon is in the game of EUC. All right, that's Come an on, interesting take. You know? Yeah, that's, you know, I didn't quite put it in that context. But I think you're right. There's there's something to it. Amazon is they're they're players, and they are you know if they they put their mind to something, they've got the talent, they've got money for it. Yeah. And and they're running workspace at scale. They're running their EUC solution at scale. And so yeah. is Microsoft. We're in yeah, a different world. We're actually finally here, where every vendor was shoving cloud down your throat, you know, ten years ago, and it wasn't really a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. freaking here. We're there. It's here now, yeah. Yeah, I had one of those T-shirts, right? Cloud is just somebody else's computer, that whole thing. <laughs> but it's interesting you say that, right? Because um, historically, over this whole our, our whole lifespan in this kind of server-based computing, thin client, and user computing model, if you talked about thin clients, and we've had them all, right, from things like Pano devices, which suspiciously look like an Amazon Firebox. Right. No, I'm, sh I'm, I'm sure there's nothing. Later, yeah. I'm sure there's <laughs> nothing the same inside. But to remember, remember, we didn't call them fat clients. We called them fit clients. They had that stripped-down version of Windows NT. I forgot who made it, but you could offload all your video and everything. But it was a thousand dollars, and then you'd swing the other way. Oh, here's a exactly. USB key that makes your laptop yeah. stupid, right? And yeah. It doesn't have any of the features of the high-end protocol stuff, but it'll get you connected. And, you know, I, I gave one of the Amazon guys, I, I gave Gunner a little crap when I saw it. I'm like, hey, is that a panel box you're releasing? What is that? You know? And, <laughs> right. And, and my, my fear with this, and you know this, for 20 years we've watched, I need thin clients because I'm tired of managing things. 
Then companies would buy the cheapest thin client for $250. It was some crappy Linux disto. It had a terrible network card. It had no okay. HDMI output, right? All this stuff. And then they'd go, okay, these things suck. We need better thin clients. So they'd go to Wise and get a great thin client, let's say, for like 750 bucks. Oh, wait a minute. But it comes with management software and patching and updates exactly. and security and protocol. And yeah. you're like, you're like, okay. So and when, when I was wrong when our enterprise customers started talking about we have to put virus protection on the thin client. And it's like, whoa, hold on a second. But here, take a step back. Like I was saying about Amazon, right? Now, you're absolutely right. There's been an arms race from day one. The first terminals were just character terminals, and then they became yeah. basic video, right? But th that's not the problem. The problem is our workloads have gone insane. you got to stop and think, what graphics were you running when Citrix oh, was young? 16-bit, like baby. 640x480 yeah, VGA. Okay, right. So you go, yeah, but the monitors are bigger, display technology. Yeah, but how much data is in a VGA 640 oh. by 480 not a lot of data compared to two 4K screens. You bet. Right? You bet. So stop and think about that. So then you go on the web and you used to pull up some text and a couple little, you know, GIF images, whatever. Now you open up a website and it's bringing down like 4K images. How yep. big is that? How do you display that? And nobody's opening the website. They're opening 43 yeah. tabs. Right. They've got everything open, you know, and they're flipping through them, which is a complete screen refresh at really high resolution, right? Enough exactly. to make Benny puke, you know. It, it's, and all you're doing is, 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 is looking for a phone number. <laughs> yeah. Now, I see, so, I think this is really interesting. I, I got to pause there for a second because you saying it in this light, right? Hey, look, Amazon is now playing in a thin client space. That allows me to start thinking about Microsoft and, and Microsoft's concept yep. of boot to Windows 365. And I actually have Christian Brinkoff coming Monday to do one of nice. these. I'm going to ask okay. him, right? we got to dig into that. But one of the things I found interesting, now that we're thinking about these two players, Microsoft wants to boot to Windows 365. These guys are bringing out a new thin client. It's like Sean Bass was right. Right? Well, it Sean doesn't Bass is always right. Well, yeah, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, Sean's right. He's, he's right. But after everything's said and done, the Windows apps aren't going away. And you know, you talk and, to and, these... and what his exact quote is so, because it's really great. We have to say it is after nuclear holocaust, there'll still be cockroaches and Windows. Yeah, the only thing left over is cockroaches yeah. and Windows apps. But I was just thinking about this from a. Uh, uh, you know, a, a purely like a consumer aspect of it, that now that you've said that, boot to Windows, their big push for getting everybody into AVD and now Windows 365, and thinking about how the entire software world has moved to a subscription model for everything, right? I mean, yep. and not just the software world. Uh, you know, my, my wife has a car. My wife has a, a, a BMW. And I'm glad I bought it like four years ago because if you buy it today, they'll be like, well, the heated seats are in it. But if you want to turn them on, it's 10 bucks a month. You're like, wait a minute, I'm paying a subscription for my car? Right? Wait, I can understand if it was like, yeah, to turn the seat heat yeah. on. What? Um, it's good. There could, be a, there could be a dramatic shift uh, in EUC. I mean, we've seen a lot of changes over the years. But do you think that, you know, there are a lot of talent has has left EUC in the last five yes. or ten years, yeah. Uh, because of consolidation, because we can scale better, we don't need as many people. 
But is this going to drive talent back into UC? Are we going to see more seats like this? Are we going to see less? This is a huge question. I just got off a meeting with a partner that was showing me statistics that IT um, support and operations is completely understaffed and the, and the demand is growing so that in the coming years, there won't be enough people to maybe fill 50% of the needed positions. Mm. So you, you're dealing with this crazy situation of growth. But to the point of where are we at with the people, um, this is why I think we clicked into a new era. And it's actually really, very relevant to Login VSI. I think mm. we're past the era of make it work and make an app and a desktop deliverable remotely and, and managed, right? Yeah. And now we're into, and I don't know what to call it yet. I, I, maybe, maybe together we can develop the right name. But now it matters how you do it, how you monitor it, how you understand it, how you troubleshoot yeah. it how you track each thing in the chain and keep it going and make it like a manageable, excellent service. I think that's the current challenge that we're yeah. at today. Well, and I think, I think there's a, there's something that's happened with the scale or the size of the environments and the business consolidation in the last 10 years. I mean, I, I was talking to one, a guy who used to work for me. I was talking to him a couple of days ago and I had mentioned, do you remember when we did Allstate? And he goes, yeah. And Allstate had like a bunch of MetaFrame 1.8 farms, and our project was to consolidate them all into one MetaFrame XP IMA database farm. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, on the first one, right? On the first goal. Uh, we were trying to do 35,000 users, and I remember I would be at Citrix talking to them, right, because we were down for something. And I'd be like, yeah, we're in the middle of, you know, this 35,000 seat. We're trying to get them into one IMA database, blah, blah, blah. And you would see people turn white. They're like, oh, 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 can you yeah, go wait, slow? Right? Yeah. Now, it's nothing to talk to people that have 30,000 seats. I mean, they're not every day, but they're every well, there's a lot, And there's 100K plus. We have and there's 100K plus. Colleagues that are over 100K. And. To me, when I think about my original MetaFrame environments and Citrix environments back in the late 90s and early 2000s, it was not unusual for me as a consultant to get hired to put in a pair of Citrix servers, oh, yeah. to put in five Citrix servers. Right? <laughs> and Dude, even back then, in a box. I used to yeah, walk used in to... with the number of boxes of servers they had. We're doing three servers today, right? Here's, here's, your, here's your three boxes, yeah. And, <laughs> and now, because of the scale, it means that the management is different. It used yeah. to be you could be yeah. a Windows person who knew how to do images and edit the registry, and you were really good at local apps, and you could turn into a server-based computing guy pretty quick. Now, this type of EUC computing in the cloud and at scale, the mechanisms of change are no longer, yeah. some yeah. dude's going to patch your, your device. No, 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 no. They've got to have processes because now it doesn't affect five servers it affects 40,000 users. Exactly. And so I think I think you're looking at more of a DevOps type cycle. You're looking at more of a, right. a really stringent operations type. And that has to take into account my security teams, my performance. Um, I had a customer the other day that he, he, ta he taught me this term, performance drift. And I went, what's performance drift? And he goes, what we've noticed is that Every time we've been patching this image over the last year, oh, we, don't, we don't have a good baseline mechanism. He goes, but we had one crazy user who used to time things because they were always trying to tell us it was slow. And they actually gave us like six months of data. 
And what we saw was every time we changed our security package, their yep. login time went up, their uh, yep. application launch time went up. And he goes, over the course of six months, this one user told us that their their primary app, which was this uh, line of business kind of uh, people management app, uh, it went from launching in five or ten seconds to launching in 30 seconds. And he called that performance drift. He's like, if we had started off, then it took 30 seconds for that to launch. No one would have accepted it. But why are we accepting it now? And he's talking about tens of thousands of users. If it was 20 yeah, users in HR, you'd be like, ah, yeah. 30 seconds, shut up, it's fine. So it's a different yeah. model now at scale, right? Yeah. And everything has an impact. It's, it's funny you say that because one of the best practices we educate our clients on, and some will do it and some won't, is that you can't think anymore like in these um, – capital budgets like I'm going to buy servers and then I'll, I'll think about it again in three years. I'm telling mm -hmm. customers, you have to think about servers like you're shoveling coal into a furnace. You got mm -hmm. to keep shoveling them in because every security update, certainly OS updates, application updates, these developers just take whatever resources they want. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's necessary because it might be securing the operating system, but you can't keep up. You have to buy servers in advance. I know it sounds crazy, but that's what yeah. I tell my clients stockpile them because you're going to need them the next the next major update it depends on the os the newer os's are a little better but going yeah. to certain os's in recent years um required 20 percent more resource on the farm oh yeah especially on the operating system side we see you know, like uh we see customers all the time they're like all right we're getting off of 2016 we're testing our exact you know our 2019 mm -hmm. build our next but we're testing it all and they're like why is it 20 percent off we're like Exactly. 20% off. I mean, you're using more resources, et cetera. I mean, let's face it. If I had the memory footprint of NT4 today, I'd be awesome. You know, we just that? don't, yeah, we don't have that memory footprint anymore. It's, it's, yeah. there's more running, but that, that's, it, it leaves me, it leaves me back to kind of the, the master's retreat and, and EUC unplugged. Yeah. Um, last year we talked about, you know, we had the whole session on applications. Remember that? And yeah. it had, Jeff Ulitowski from VMware. I was at VMware. He was the product manager for App Volumes. We had Jim Moyle in there. You know, I'll, like, uh, uh, wasn't um, Rory was there? Rory was uh, there. Was Tim Mangan in there? Tim Mangan was there. I mean, think about who was in there talking about the future of apps. You see all through that. Yeah, and all through that uh, that day where Benny started off and he crushed it, Benny and Ruben, and then we went over the apps. It was a lot of talk about the future of this. And every time I heard it, Benny's talking about having to build algorithms and having to build, you know, in the future, use an AI to do what he's doing with a human eye. Jim Moyle's talking about DevOps and IT processes and application deployment. This is no longer... Rick D sending out a spreadsheet with a bunch of registries. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, Operations no, you're right. are completely different these days. You're right. And I really appreciate you bringing up the event. So just to rewind, if anybody doesn't know, for, for five sessions, COVID interrupted us, but for five years, over seven years, it was the EUC Master's Retreat. And we kind of changed it up and calling it EUC Unplugged. But the idea was this. After, you know, 20 years of, of going to these conferences, presenting at most of them, oftentimes doing three, four, five sessions at Bryform, Synergy, mm -hmm. CTP meetings. I, I really take skills to heart. I spend many years working on my skills, my presentation skills. I spent about 20 years on evolving them. And I got to the point where 
Um, I didn't really want to do that anymore. I wanted to go to the event that I want to go to. And so some of the things that I hated about the all the events I went to is they make you wake up too early, first of all. I'm a late-night IT hacker. And then you go in, and there's a laser show with a marching band. And it's yeah. like, first of all, hell no. We're going to wake up a little later and start with coffee and quiet. All right, that's the first thing. We need, and, uh, you know, I don't need to pay for a laser show in my pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And then, and then I would do these fantastic presentations with incredible amount of preparation, you know, based on field observations and labs. Yeah, and then yeah. I'd show up, and then the, and, and, the, and the conference would kick off with the CEO rebranding everything and changing the products and how they're packaging and how they work and announcing two acquisitions. And yeah, it's like, yeah. well, dude, my presentation is not going to, you know. So then also we found um, through being invited to events and through so much interaction that the best time was when you would run into somebody and go, hey, what are you working on? And all of a sudden you'd have the most incredible conversation, except you had to go because there was yeah. a session starting in five in minutes. five minutes. Which you went to, and you're like, why the hell did I leave Benny in the lobby and I came and heard this <laughs> presentation? So – I wanted it to be the conference I want to go to. All yeah. the best people are there, and you have free time. So we yeah. made it a retreat, and then we just threw out, in addition to, like, deep sessions, you can go ride e-bikes or hike Camelback Mountain in Scottsdale. And you were awesome because you understood it. We're like, last year you came for the first time, and we're like, Ron, you're running the chill lounge for VMware at the time. You've got yeah, this yeah. cool facility with pinball machines and everything. <laughs> Just do something that is that is cool to you that you care about. And you're like, okay, I'm going to teach everybody how to sharpen knives. And you're like, I think that's crazy. <laughs> People showed up and were like, dude, I want to learn how to sharpen a knife. <laughs> I know. That, we had, yeah. that kind of thing. Like, uh, you know, we don't, we don't avoid the tech, but you do stuff you don't expect and you learn and you I make think, relationships. Well, and I think you did something really interesting because you do this over a weekend. And a lot of the people there are floating their own dime to show up. Absolutely. But you you found a nice balance there between, look, it is a weekend. I don't want to work. I don't want to be up over the first session at 630, you know, stuff like that. So you found a nice balance. And then there's lots of time in between sessions. There's break times. There's times to interact. I mean, some of the best stuff was sitting in that bar off the side at, at the end of the afternoon exactly. with like 10 people. And it, it wasn't like we were hanging out in a session. We drifted there. Like someone sat down and got a beer. And you walk by and you went, I want to have a beer with him. And you walk over and sit down and somebody else goes, those two look interesting. And next thing you know, you've got a table of guys from from Doug Brown to Jim Moyle. Yeah. And, you know, you're just – and then, yeah. oh, guys, we got to get out of here. We're going on a hike. So you're getting a little of that. I'm out, I'm out on, on the weekend. I get to go do something enjoyable. And I'm, you know, expanding my network, doing all this. And it's been a exactly. – it was a nice balance. It was a very nice balance. The, the other thing is we use this open space meeting technology, and one of the things we evolved is the sessions um, – we give you structure, but they don't have to end. We don't book your room yeah. after your session because we've seen – we book an hour, and it's so awesome. It goes for two or three, so you got a room to keep yeah. going. And that's uh, the yeah. thing is if you're onto something, go with it. It's hard to explain. It sounds crazy, but you've experienced it. It just works. It is. It works. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Yep. This April nineteenth to twenty first. It's in Scottsdale. It's yeah. fourteen ninety five. It's fifteen hundred bucks for the best conference of your life. 
It costs more to put it on than that. It's thanks to our sponsors we can and subsidize. It's, and it's not and it's not like you're just getting a pass. It's the room. It's dinner. Oh, it's, it's the hotel. You know, it's dinner, it's the alcohol. You know, people yep. people are like, oh, fifteen hundred dollar pass. No, no, no. Your rooms. We had drinks every night. We were eating. Yep. The the one the the big dinner was phenomenal, right? They they do a good job. Yeah, no, it was a good time. It was a really good time. And, and there's but, no expo, so we we ask our sponsors like you did the chill lounge for VMware and you killed it. Um, you know, we had control up instead of having like an expo with a table control up runs has been running the pub for a couple of years. So there's a, there's yeah, yeah. a conference pub run by a sponsor and you can have a session in there and you yeah. can plan that because when we kick off, we do the open space circle. We have structure, so I don't want to make it sound like it's a free for all, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's lots of sessions where Jim Moyle can get up and go, let me tell you about application delivery in a DevOps mode. And someone goes, well, I'm working on DevOps on server builds. We go, all right, let's put those together and have a discussion about scripting and automation and delivery. And then there, and then there's all this kind of instantaneous things that pop up, you know, like the, like we weren't really using the chill lounge. And I look over there at one point, Jeff Ulatowski from VMware is sitting with like 10 people. And they're just sitting there, you know, there's yeah. sessions going on. He, He's like, why don't you like this? You know, just drill it. Oh, how do you want to do it? You know, right. Um, yeah, no, I thought it's been, I thought it's been amazing. I think, um, well, is there any, any secret new stuff for this year? Anything, anything exciting you want to tell There's tease always secrets. With? That's the other thing is we do a lot of crazy fun stuff that we don't tell you ahead of time. I know all the, all the, all the hunts and stuff and all yeah. that has been really cool. Yeah. It, it was like a mixture of hunts and puzzles. Geeky, right. geeky hunts and puzzles. Yep. Yeah. 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 Wasn't it, so Roy, it was more of that. wasn't it Roy's daughter? The one last year? Yeah, actually, Roy's, um, I think, 15-year-old daughter beat all the geeks at uh, a super technical game where you had to collect these tokens that fit in the badge, and they involved um, venues in town, and you had to go find. And she used Google Images compared to the hint message to find the shop and got there when it opened at 7 a.m., and the owner was, like, there knowing that this game was there, and the final winning token, uh, she got it. <laughs> she's good. That's geeky, man. I yeah. love it. I love it. Well, I know we've been running for, like, a half hour or 20 minutes right now, and uh, I, I encourage anybody that hears this, if you haven't been, go take a look at it, right? See if your boss will flip it or not. Tell, hey, tell your boss, hey, if you flip this, it covers everything. And it's on a weekend. You're not even losing me for for work for a day or two because right. and they, it does include Friday because sometimes you get the opposite. They say we can't sponsor you for a weekend, but because the workshops are on Friday, we can. Yeah. So we've dialed this in over the years. EUCUnplugged.com. It will fill up. We limit it to 100 people in the room because we found that's the number where you can yeah. keep the magic. So yeah. don't hesitate to register. People always want to put it off, but it will fill up, and we want yeah. you there. I, I think I I think that if you if you're dealing with complex EUC environments, this is a place where you're going to find people that know about those problems, right? It's it, it's yeah. and you're gonna you're gonna make some connections in the industry that if you don't have them already, do you want to know Doug Brown? Do you want to know guys like Jim Moyle? Yeah, you want to know guys like Jim Moyle, right? The Benny Trish, Ruben, yeah. Ruben, really, yeah. Uh, who you, you want a connection? Those are connections in our world. And, and, you know, especially I think if you're at any scale, you might have Microsoft contacts, you might have Citrix contacts, the contacts you make at these things, they're much more personal and they, they'll 
get you in deeper with those vendors. For there's sure. so, and there's so many crazy things. One example, I have so many examples, but one of them that pops to mind is walking by and going, what's going on? And Joe Shonk and Hal Lang were whiteboarding with an attendee who was asking yeah. about their environment. And he had two of the top guys going, let's whiteboard it. Well, here, and here's he what said, you can do. Here's what yeah. you do. Yeah. Yeah. Joe and Hal, yeah, two rock stars. Right, right. <laughs> Just like whiteboarding out the environment for them. Do this. Yeah. Oh, that's see, that's why that's why I love it. That's why I loved it when I attended. I I knew it was gonna be good. I had several years I couldn't make it, you know, yep. kept falling through. But dude, I appreciate it. I I, oh, I it's think great. yeah, I think you're right that there's new things happening in EUC. Maybe maybe we'll be hearing about some of them uh down in Arizona. Uh, but I just want to say thanks for jumping on, and and I'll be there. Great. Log in, be there. Thanks I'll a lot, Steve.